0: We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? The hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk.
1: Welcome back to another edition of Bangerangs and Daggers, number one p- podcast of Coronation. I am your host, Patrick <laughs> Gearhart, and with me, as always, is co-host Nate McHugh. Nate, we're in the middle of the off season. There's literally nothing going on. How are you doing?
0: Well, I'm pretty tired. I uh Why
1: are you tired? Please explain. Yeah. yeah. Well...
0: <laughs> There are things I won't explain, but, uh, you know, that story, but, uh, no, I just got, I drove back from Kentucky, um, family reunion and I just got back home. Oh, actually we stopped at home and we had to go to Lincoln to go do stuff. But, uh, so I am tired and, uh, It was – we went to a campground in Kentucky, and it was super hot. And I was playing uh, chess with my son, and it's like one of those um, outside in the campground, like the KOA campgrounds I've seen more and more. Uh, But the chess pieces are, you know, like three feet high. And uh, so we can kind of just stand in the middle of the board. But it was like 9 in the morning, and him and I were standing there, and we were both sweating, like just – you know, sweat pouring dar- down our arms, and oh, it was it was brutal. At least, yeah. um, isn't that how ahead. it
1: should be? Like south of the Mason Dixon line, this time of year.
0: Yeah, well, it was. <laughs> I've never been to Kentucky. I mean, you know, I, I've never. We stopped in St. Louis and we went to a baseball game, and we stopped in Cincinnati and went to a baseball game because my wife and I. Are trying to hit every major league baseball stadium, you know, within our lifetime. How many do you so, have
1: we, so far? Uh, twelve. Twelve. That's not bad at all.
0: Yeah, and, and we've been doing this for um, I'm going to say eight years. So uh, we try to hit them up when we're, we're we don't try to go places to go see a baseball game. We try to hit them up when we're in the area. And it's funny that one of the stadiums I thought would be the hardest to find an excuse would be Cincinnati. And it just happened to be, uh, that my wife's family reunion, they wanted to meet in Kentucky and
1: so you were in Louisville
0: area then. Yeah. Right outside Louisville and Cincinnati is about two hours North. So, uh, we, I thought, you know, let's just, let's just do it now. Uh, it's funny though. My last time, my wa- my wife was pregnant because we were still going to baseball games, and she said, "Hey, you know, hey Nate, let's." Because uh, oh, I forgot where I wanted to go. I think it was somewhere. It sounded fun, and, and she's like, "Hey, how about this year? Let's go to Cleveland and Cincinnati." You know, she was pregnant, so she's she couldn't drink. And it like, sounds
1: like wonderful places to go when you're <laughs> pregnant. I know. It's like, that's the first thing I'd think of. Hey, let's go to Cleveland and yeah. Cincinnati. I know. It's in like, in the middle of summer, the most voluntarily. Uh, <laughs> I'm like,
0: you know, I, I, I I'm, I'm sure they're Cavs. wonderful
1: places. I've been to yeah. both. They're fine. They're fine.
0: Yeah. I, ah. I, uh, I was, I was a Cavs fan, so I actually wanted to go to Cleveland. Um, oh, I should say LeBron fan, but, uh, Cincinnati. I'm like, I have no interest in going to Cincinnati, and that was. I thought that was me. The one of the cities that and Detroit. That I'm like, I don't know when we're gonna get around. Like, when we, you know, when we end up in Detroit at some is, point. The,
1: is Cincinnati's nickname still the Natty?
0: Or is that even a thing? I have never heard of that. I, uh, I went. To,
1: I went to Cincinnati when I was in college once. And we did... Did you go like, down to the
0: baseball area? I'm sorry, what? Did you go down to the baseball stadium?
1: I think we did at one point. Didn't actually go to a game. But we did some local cleanup there. And we had t-shirts and it said, Don't Trash the Natty. <laughs> As in Cincinnati. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we all thought it was cute too. And I think, you know, we all drank Natty Light that night. But nonetheless, uh, yeah. Yeah, we... I take I take it the Natty didn't didn't uh, didn't take off.
0: No, or maybe it did. I you know at least not I didn't hear. But uh, so I was talking to my wife and I said, okay, if you have you know you give me your top five stadiums we've been to so far, and this is after Cincinnati, and we take we Field out because we look, we are both Cubs fans, and so we're just gonna take it out. And my number one was Cincinnati. It's a great stadium like it's down by the river uh there's like an entertainment district there's parking between underground between the baseball stadium and the football stadium for your van and yeah and it's great and uh there if you take your kids which you know I care more about now uh they have an area for the like for them to play and that you know that's pretty pretty big deal to me and uh yeah, it was fun. Oh, and another thing is I wanted a free basketball because I made four free th- or four shots in a row uh, at one of their games. You, like, pay five bucks, and I was I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot, and I and I get to make four out of five, and I told her, okay, well, what if I miss the first two? And she's like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, so I airballed the first one, and – I missed the second one really bad. And she's like, I'll give you an extra one. And then I hit the next one and I made three more in a row and she was not very happy.
1: <laughs> she's <laughs> so like, I, I know she, a sucker when I see one little did she yeah, know.
0: I, yeah. I thought, I think, you know, cause once you make one, cause they're higher and they're, you know, so once you figure it out, but you could see the look on her face, like I'm like, I just kind of grabbed out of her hands and walked away. <laughs> cause uh, I'm like, Oh, I got it. But take advantage
1: while uh, like you can. Walk, walk away, Nate.
0: Yeah. Grab so, your
1: ball and go home. Yeah. To the campground. Yeah, so, to the KOA in Kentucky.
0: Have you ever of KOA? I never have. Okay, so they're popping up around here. I think it's like a. It's been around for a while. Yeah. At least I've just I've just started hearing about it. And now that I, you you're know, a
1: family man, it's a it's it's a place uh, family men go.
0: Yeah, and they're like they're really good with like, um, like the last the, or two nights ago they had like a movie night and then they had like a chocolate like slip and slide and the fire trucks came and all the that chocolate the, slip you know. and slide yeah they like, did it was
1: slip and slide and they put chocolate on it
0: yeah and then so the fire trucks came to spray them down and they watched Willow wonk willy wonk on the chocolate factory and they said it's like a chocolate day or something i don't know whatever but um kids really enjoyed it and nice. they had a pool. I, is,
1: isn't there a KOA? On Highway 6 in between Gretna and Ashland? Yes,
0: I believe there is, and I've never been there. Yeah, I never have either. I've just driven by it multiple times. So the, so I'm probably going to drive into it sometime here just to see if what it looks like compared to the other one. But that's, not,
1: that's not far from you whatsoever.
0: No, no. Ashland's, if I get Subway um, for the family, that's 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away.
1: You yeah, You so. betray your local sandwich establishment?
0: <laughs> we don't really, uh we have bulldogs bar here in murdoch uh that's more of a burger place um and i know i've told you and you know we've talked about the the uh the gas station for they those call for,
1: for those who don't know which, which i'm sure you don't there on our online coordination chat room called slack we went over i don't know how it got started local delicacies and you brought up this gas station in your town that has a highly sought-after sandwich that
0: I desperately want to try sometime soon.
1: <laughs> so the fact that you betray that place and go to Subway is kind of appalling.
0: Okay, so it's not in my town. It's uh 12 minutes away. It's kind of outside of Weeping Water. They call it Hilltop. And la- not last winter for sure because I didn't hear it last winter, but the winter before – they didn't pay for heat, the owners, and the employees had to sell them in their car and uh, <laughs> to, to keep warm. And uh, but you can get sliced meat there, and I will not eat there. So uh, <laughs> I know, and you want me to send you a sandwich, and that someday I yeah, will. I know, but I, I want—I I, know—I
1: I not just—it's not that I just want a sandwich; I want one delivered to me, like <laughs> mail. I want a sandwich <laughs> sent to me.
0: Oh, okay. I, I All will, right. I, so it doesn't I, have to will, be that I one. I will right.
1: live tweet that if that happens.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Anyways.
1: So, anyway, you, you go, you, you get sandwiches in Ashland. There's a KOA up the road. Someday you're going to go get sandwiches with your family and spend the night at the KOA, right? Yes. That's the plan right. now. <laughs>
0: My my wife she listens so she's probably gonna be so excited, you know?
1: Well, and then you can wake up the next morning and go to Voodoo Taco. Is that uh, still uh-huh. is, is that still there in the outlet malls?
0: I I think it is. Yeah. Um, go get some Under Armour. Yeah, he hey, that's jeans. about that's about all that I, I'm gonna buy there.
1: Yeah, and then then head back head back home.
0: I know. It's, it's, that
1: sounds like that sounds like a weekend, man.
0: That's that's living the life right there.
1: Little bit, little chocolate slide for the kids.
0: Oh my, yeah. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I fortunately, I missed out on that, so it's okay. But, I'm, sure, I'm uh, sure they'll
1: pull it out for you again.
0: Anyways, moving on. <laughs> uh, what I wanted to ask you, uh, not ask you, but what well, I will ask you is Brian Rosenthal. If people don't know, he is the writer and creative content specialist for huskers.com really i think good he guy. To, Yeah, i think he used to write for journal store he did Ohio. for a long time okay um so uh he tweeted us out tonight and this just happened right before the podcast that he uh went through the cook museum which i, I, I is he from there
1: cook nebraska i mean, yeah
0: yeah yeah cook yeah cook museum cuz he is from there at one point at least he lived there um he said he found a picture of the house he grew up in, and he believes it was built at built in the early 1900s. And then he says, also guessing Henry is the guy that dot dot dot. Never mind, nobody believes me. So I'm thinking, well, is it a ghost or whatever? He then, or like you, know, he must have thought he saw a ghost and no one believes him. So. Then he then replies. He must have posted it on his Facebook. And he goes, yeah. And then there's a picture of comments. The people who have lived there since him talking about the exact same. Uh, looks like there's a, uh, a ball. Well, it sounded like a ball falling down the stairs in the middle of the night. Someone who lived there. And then he said that that ball fell from the attic stairs and landed squarely in front of Kimberly's room. Uh, and I... Don't know who Kimberly is. I don't know if it's a sister or whatever, but all a, and I just think that's crazy. <laughs> He's like, you know, I I believe in ghosts. Uh, I don't know if you do, um, but I I think it's just crazy no, that he, I know. Yeah. Well, I've okay gr- then.
1: I, I I I've grown up in old houses. I don't I don't believe in ghosts.
0: Well, then you need to talk to Brian. So you you know Brian.
1: I know of Brian. I read his stuff. He's been a oh, good writer. Okay. Yeah, no, he's good. He's 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 quality. At least I think so.
0: You know, I just think that. Do you that'd be fun? I I think so. I don't know. I I have my own experiences type of thing. But
1: have you been haunted?
0: My house, the house I grew up in, which my parents live in now. Um, I believe I'll double check. But it was an old, it was a church and it might have been a mortuary in the, in the basement type of deal. What kind of church but, was it? Uh, it was. Was it, was it
1: like those like those late 1800 revival, you know, third <laughs> Adventist Baptist congregational I church? I assume it was a Methodist church. Coming. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I'm Methodist. so yeah. All right. We're good with this.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I assume is around here, uh, the church—the only church in Murdoch—is the Methodist church. I, just, I don't know, but <laughs> we don't. <die>. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so no, I no, I. Uh, anyways, I, I just think you no. Know, if someone if if someone came forth, and you know, say God came forth and said, "Oh, by the way, there are no ghosts." I'd be like, eh, okay, I'd move on. Yeah. You know, like, you know,
1: so, you, so you you need like. Hard truths from, from the Lord above that there are no ghosts. And let's be honest, if 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 the Lord came down and said that, I think there'd be some other things that might come from him outside of ghosts <laughs> at
0: that point. He's like, yeah, I, by I, the I, way, I, I, I think there's a there lot might of disagreement among you guys. But by the way, there are no ghosts. <laughs> I, like, oh, I have 17
1: okay. things I want to tell you. Number 13 is that there are no ghosts.
0: And by the way... Stop at every stop sign, and don't and you look cannot. Look both ways. Yeah, look both ways. Anyway, so no, I thought it was funny that Brian, yeah, you know, he tweeted that out, and then all of a sudden, people who live there after him. So well, that's all I got. So
1: it's, it's God, we're in the dead of the off season,
0: man. I just want basketball. Really I know.
1: I, I need, I, dude. I, football, football, basketball, whatever. Just give us something. I mean, it's after the all-star break for baseball, so we at least have a rough idea of how baseball teams are going to shape up. Um, but let's be honest, that's all going to change probably in the next month and a half. You know, the pennant race starts heating up. But, dude, there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, Husker Husker basketball gets to go to Italy here in a, in a couple weeks. Uh, and it sounds like they're setting up a streaming service so we can watch online, though we don't know with what organization and through who and to what extent the quality will be, but that's kind of all we've got to talk about. I mean, you know, hopefully they're not playing at 3 a.m., which they very well could be.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I love I love Nebraska basketball, but I'm not waking up at 3 a.m. to watch it. I'll probably some be, be up with with it. my
1: kids, so I'll probably be watching it.
0: Well, right now I'm lucky enough that my kids somewhat sleep through the night, so but I will not. Lucky so, you know... You you know if you can record it with your phone, just sit there while your kids are awake. Record it. Pull, pull the
1: old uh, uh, Oklahoma Army game last year.
0: Hey, Periscope it fun. up. That hey, that Periscope as long as I can. I'll see wear
1: it, socks though. <laughs> wear socks. Remember that guy?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't.
1: Last year's it, Okla- it. Oklahoma Army game. I think it was last year's where o- Army almost beat Oklahoma. Yeah, it was last year. And it was a pay per view event because the Big Twelves media rights stinks, so when you have open games you can I think you have like one or two open games a school can sell out to whoever in Oklahoma sold the army game to pay per view, which is, you know, like fifty bucks a head. Remember those days back in the Big Twelve? When Nebraska would have like two or three games on pay-per-view. And it was like, all right, I guess I'm listening to the radio. (laughs) Well, this guy bought pay-per-view. Yeah, but this guy bought pay-per-view. And he just, you know, when it was close to the end and everybody online was talking about it. But nobody could watch it. He, I think, opened up Twitter and his Periscope. And, you know, he had like 50,000 viewers or whatever. At one point, watching it was a good game though, right? It was a great. Was game, I guess yeah. I, I didn't watch right, it. I, I think I watched about two seconds of him and his feet, and I'm like, I'm not doing this.
0: So. This guy's like, oh, but oh yeah, here, here we go. Yeah, but uh,
1: it was quite the phenomenon. So I could do that. No, I'll wear socks. Don't worry, guys. Anyway, hey, moving. You on. You know what? Take care hey. of your
0: feet, and I guess you're proud of your feet. And then I, you know, flaunt it out there. Hey, I, I'm okay.
1: proud of my feet, but I'm I, I'm not gonna. I shouldn't say I'm proud of them, but my, my feet are fine. But I'm not gonna subge- subject the internet to them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's certain sets of there's certain standards of 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 society that I'll just you know, you you just you you, you just can't do, man. Anyway. One of the things you and I have been talking about has been, if Fred Hoiberg did not come to Nebraska, who do you think would have been a good fit? You know, who? NBA, college, high school, what coach do you think would fit in Nebraska? Nate, you came up with this. Who do you think could be that person?
0: Okay, so when I brought this topic up, I thought, you know, right now, Okay, because yeah. You know, right now you have, you know, I think we have a top fifteen ish coach, I'd say. Uh and that could he could jump up really quick, you know, just depending on how the, the year goes. But I was thinking, who would I trade Hoiberg for? And I'm not sure if this is what you were thinking, or if this is the road that you were wanting to go down. But I was thinking of, of the current college coaches. Who would you want? You know, who would you trade Hoiberg for? You know, let's say it was the NBA and you could trade coaches. And so I thought, you know, it'd be kind of fun um, because it's not that easy. You know, I because uh, one of the best parts about Fred Hoiberg is that his Nebraska ties and that he has coached in the Midwest. He's, you know, Iowa States, but I mean, a very short drive away. Uh, but who would I trade like right now for? And, you know, I have a list of oh, probably 15 guys. And I just, just writing down just like, eh, maybe, maybe not, but uh, he'd be hard to trade for, you know, cause he's just fits so well. I think with the culture, uh, and, and he's, uh, we got lucky, but, uh, uh, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean,
1: you know, I'm not a Duke fan per
0: se, but I'd say coach K. <sighs> I am not I, Okay, I want to say this. I think when coach K loses or sorry, loses leaves, retires, Duke's going to be nothing. I think it's, I think unless you get but they got like, that
1: mad mad ACC money, yo.
0: I don't know. I, I I just think
1: there's no ACC money. It's Clemson. That's it. I'm like I was thinking. Wait,
0: is there is there AC, is there money? I don't know about North Carolina.
1: I think has money. Yeah. Um, Duke probably has money. They probably got donors that'll pony up the money.
0: Well, I and that's true. Yeah, but I'm just thinking that when he leaves, he is Duke. You know. He is the face I mean, of it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and so like when he's gone, it's 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 over. I think. And I one of my friends who you know whenever Duke North Carolina play because I consider myself a North Carolina fan because you kind of got to pick a side sometimes. Uh, he would just rag on me, you know, when Duke would win. And I asked him, "Hey, so when Coach K leaves and Duke, you know, I'm thinking Duke's gonna suck, you know, relatively." Um. He's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll just stop being a Duke fan. I'm like, that is infuriating to me. Like, be loyal, you know. Anyway, so I don't have Coach K on there because, you know, I just don't like Duke. So, uh, the one that I that surprised me after looking through the list was Bruce Pearl. You know, what, what do you think about Bruce?
1: I. I don't think he'd fit in Nebraska whatsoever. I don't think the administration would put up with him.
0: I think he's too, like, uh, uh, not outgoing, but I just think I always picture him with his shirt off at the uh, Tennessee women's game in the student section.
1: (laughs) He doesn't exactly have the cleanest history. I don't think our administration would touch him, just based on that alone. I think he's a great coach, but, um, yeah, no, yeah, he's a down, you know, body paint Pat summit and everything. Uh, he's, yeah. he's definitely a raw, rah type coach, very positive, but his, his track record isn't exactly stellar. So I would say from what little I know of the Nebraska administration, I don't think they would touch him with a 10 foot pole.
0: Yeah. I just think that's when you go, you know, he, he brought Tennessee out from, you know, uh, they're, they're struggling pretty good. And then, you know, he got in trouble. And he came back and he got the Auburn job and then, You know, and they've been really good since. I'm like, okay, the guy can coach. He can recruit and he can coach. So, uh, you know, I'm a North Carolina fan, and I say, what about Roy Williams? I really don't know how great of a coach he is. And then seeing that in relative terms to other big name college coaches, he's at North Carolina. You know, Mm -hmm.
1: Um, with a nice little stint in Kansas.
0: Yes, and yes, i would say. You know he was successful, both places, um, but you know, and, and he'd be fun to watch because they they get up and down, and that's kind of what you know Hoiberg wants to do. So uh, I don't. I mean, I can well, see him fit in. You, I think he'd be okay in Nebraska. He'd piss pretty, off yeah, the entire town Alman of Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, and you know he's been around the Midwest. I mean, I think he cares about his kids, which I care about. So how about self? Uh What? Bill Self. Oh, I have heard people say he can't coach himself out of a paper bag, and I don't. And it's like I haven't watched enough Kansas to really know, you know. He has and a particular so he system list. he likes to run. What
1: he has a particular system he likes to run, and if he doesn't have the right guys, it doesn't work
0: out. Yeah, this is maybe I mean, he's, he's made a it stuck, work. But oh, uh, uh, I have. Before my, my number one, I have... Uh, oh, this is, this no, is, no, this I'm not doing top five. Oh, okay, just, all right. No, I'm just thinking of the guy that... I, that the one I would trade for. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I still am not... Greg, I Greg's head trade. just blew up. What? Greg's head just blew up. I know, he's dying right now. Uh, I also thought Mark Few, Jay Wright, uh, Greg Marshall, but he's kind of been struggling. What? Gino oriyama uh, Ooh. I'd love to see him in the men's game. I'm sure he'd be just fine.
1: Honestly, his name was one of the first ones that popped in my head when we talked about this earlier.
0: I I would love to see. Him. I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah. I
1: I hear he's. I hear though he's a complete jerk.
0: Nah, that's too bad. But a
1: lot of top coaches are. Again, you hear that he he's a winning coach. That's all that matters. And he doesn't. His programs don't get into trouble.
0: Yeah, he said, you know, he, he he's always on those, you know, if you follow a of, follow a lot of coach basketball coaches on Twitter, you always get things said by him, you know. Uh what do you like, but I you don't know. Hey, how about this? Greg McDermott, what your thoughts?
1: Greg McDermott. He would be a good coach, but he wouldn't be anything special.
0: <laughs> you you don't think Nebraska would Trade Hoiberg for Greg McDermott? I I don't think they would.
1: <laughs> I, I, know, I I I don't see that happening. I mean, again, he's a good coach, but I don't. You know, even if Greg was at say at Iowa State, I I still don't see us going after him.
0: One guy I am not interested in is Calipari from you know, Kentucky. I just
1: the, again I, another guy that I just don't with his track record. He kind of left. He left UMass in shambles, right? Yeah. Same with Memphis.
0: Yeah, Memphis. You, yeah, like mm. he,
1: he he his track record's not something that's too enviable. I don't see the University of Nebraska putting up with that, or even you know going near it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I just don't see our administration dealing with with his history. Good coach, you great know, coach, but yeah.
0: How about the Bo Pelini of college basketball, Frank Martin? South Carolina. Oh, I love Frank Martin. Oh, he's he sings to me. <laughs> no, I would too not. Bad, too bad
1: him. he went to the SEC right before the SEC was, you know, started actually investing in basketball. Yeah. He, I, his teams were fun. His case, when he was at K state, he was fun to watch.
0: Oh, I know. And by just, he's one of those, those coaches that he screams at you, but he's not like demeaning you, you know? Yeah. Before I can tell, but, uh, Anyways, but, uh, I also wrote down Chris Beard and Tony Bennett, you know, the two, you know, in the end this past year, uh, uh, they both played the same type of defense and, uh, you know, not exactly the same, but both really great coaches. Um, our coaching staff here at the high school, we've, you know, we've gotten some, vi- you know, a video of one of their practices, the, uh, Chris Beard, he starts every practice with defense, defensive drill, which I've never done, and even when i played or coached, I think that's a really good idea. And so I only may able try doing that this year. And so we might steal that from Chris Beard, Texas Tech. You know, Tony Bennett, great coach. He's winning in Virginia. I mean, so.
1: And he will continue.
0: But it- – So, what were you thinking in your mind?
1: Other than the ones I mentioned? For coaches? Sure, I don't know. No, that, that was pretty much the list off my head. Um, Coach K was the first one and really kind of the main one that I would probably trade. I, I really can't think of anybody else right now. You know, it's Nebraska Nebraska got a coup, you know. If it wasn't going to be Tim Miles this next year, I'm glad we got Hoiberg.
0: Yeah. I know, oh no, I know that's got. a cop out,
1: but
0: yeah, that's fine. No, but my number one was Tom Izzo. I I love Tom Izzo. Uh, just he's very, you know, he screamed at his one of his kids this past year on the bench, which I'm not that grave a fan of. I guess it is up to me. I think you know you you ride the kids hard and practice, and then you give it, you know, give them some freedom in the game, but. I'm a big Tom Izzo fan, so.
1: He'd be great, too. That's all I had for that. I don't know if he could recruit to Nebraska, though. I don't know
0: if he could. He might not be able to. Yeah, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like,
1: you got to kind of fit in. He'd be a good coach, but I don't know if he could pull it off. So, because Michigan State at least had history when he got there, so. Anyway, that was not our top five list for the week. As many of you know, we are doing top five lists as the summer goes on before preseason really kicks into gear for Nebraska ball, and we actually have stuff to talk about. Uh, Today, we are doing a mixed top five. Uh, Nate's going to do his top five. I'm going to do a top five, unnumbered. And today is going to be overrated films. So these are films that are probably, you know, hyped up fairly well in life, have good reviews. But we personally do not think they are that good. So with that said, Nate, what is your number five most overrated? My number
0: five. Um, and I, I, I'm gonna find out if one of my friends listens or not. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I don't care for the movie. I, you know, it's kind of a. If people haven't seen it, it's this, this kid who kind of fakes being sick and goes and has an event pretty much an adventure in Chicago. And, I, and I'm and I'm game with it the whole way. And then he gets to this parade, and they all start singing. Like he gets up on one of the it's floats a and starts number. singing. What? It's yeah. a musical number. A musical number, yeah. Right. Yeah. And and they're all like dancing, and I'm like, no, you lost me. I'm out. You know. But it's like one of the you know, people love that film. I, uh, a friend of mine loves it, and I just <laughs> him and I go back and forth on. Multiple things, and that's one of them. I'm like, ah, I just, I can't get with it. You lost me when you uh jumped on a float, and everyone started singing with you. So that that's my number five.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I I thought that was a great film when I was a kid. I thought he was an ingenious, ingenious young person that I would try to emulate, though I never had the intellect to do so at such a young age, or even now. So yeah, no, I could I could see where you you you'd not care for it too much, but yeah. My number I, – I don't have numbers. I'm not going to number. One of my top five <laughs> is Avatar. Oh. it And I, it popped in my head because I think the most recent Avengers movie just passed it in income, how much money it made. Gross uh, revenue or whatever.
0: Whatever it is. I forget, yeah, whatever they and use. And
1: yeah. I, I thought it was kind of blah. I wasn't that impressed. I remember when it came I out; agree. It, it was, and I guess they're making a new one. But I remember when it no. came out, it like blew up, and it blew, you know, blew past Titanic on on the on the revenue and all this stuff, and every you know, it was, it's it made everybody believe and believe in what I don't know extraterrestrial life, healthier planet. But I just, I, I just, I thought it was a blah. In fact, I could not remember most of what I saw after I saw it. It just, I, it just didn't
0: connect to me. So yeah, Avatar. Oh, by the way, there are. Four new Avatar movies coming. Won't have my money. No, I won't have mine. And I I, I watch a ton of movies and a lot and a lot of them are I, I say, oh, that's probably a red box movie. That's not even gonna be a red box movie. I mean, unless I guess somebody be starting hearing that they're just great. No, I'm I'm not interested, so Yeah. Uh my number four. <laughs> Which I have some that are probably gonna uh uh, not, I say not upset people, but it'd be more. Oh, uh, anyways, uh, all Quentin Tarantino movies, I don't like them. <laughs> They're, uh, I, I remember what movie I went to go see, but then we snuck into the theater that my other friends were at um, for the very end of Kill Bill, I think volume one, and you know that you see the arm being sliced off and this fake, you know, this super fake blood, and. Every other pulp fiction, I don't get, you know, like, yeah, okay. And I just think sometimes people become fans of movies because they think they're supposed to be fans of movies, and someone told them the movie is really good, and so they really like it, you know. Uh, you know, the only exception, though, for for Quentin Tarantino, I really like Glorious Bastards, so, uh, yeah, so that that's my that's my number
1: four. Understandable. Um, you know what? I'm I, I'm a fan of Tarantino. I don't like all of his stuff. I liked Inglorious Bastards. I really liked Reservoir Dogs, really liked Pulp Fiction. But one I did not care for, and you mentioned it was Kill Bill. I did not think at all Kill Bill was a good movie. Uh, I think you hit, you know, a very good very good possibility on why it was so blown up is that people thought it was supposed to be. You know, people were told that it was good. I felt like, and you got to look at his films, especially back then, he, he was known for his dialogue, right? Yes. You know, his screenplays, you know, how how the characters interacted. Um, a lot of those early films, that's a lot of what it was. And I feel like Kill Bill, he was trying too hard to outdo himself. Because the dialogue, It was he was trying to, he was trying to, to take from his the films from the 60s and 70s that he grew up idolizing, and that was just a different world, and he tried to put it into a modern setting, and the dialogue just, it was rough. You know, it, it was unrelatable. If it was made back in 1972, it probably would have worked out okay, but Kill Bill was just, to me, it was just not a good film. It's you know it's I think if you if there's a movie to go back and redo, a la, you know, um, Empire Strike or Return of the Jedi, what <laughs> whatever one that you know Lucas went back and changed, I would say Kill Bill would probably be that film for Tarantino.
0: You know, I still remember that you were talking about the, um, um, you know, like the screenplay. I guess you know the. Um, Anyway, but in, in Glorious Bastards, the scene of when, uh, what's his name, whatever, comes into the house, and I think the Jews are in the basement. Was it Christoph and, Waltz? Yes, great. Oh, it's, that's great. It's a great – th- the cinematography on that. I don't – but when they're to- – just, you know.
1: I mean, on top of it, you know, I mean, it's it's on this, like, German prairie or, fr- you know, wherever they're at. And it's a beautiful yeah, I, setting, and then he walks in, and there's the whole thing with the pipes you know, does he ask for milk? And yes, set, you know. and he yes. drinks and it, and it's just this long, beautifully done scene.
0: Yeah, so that I, I appreciate that, but other stuff I just know
1: there. There, there's a scene of Tarantino at his best. Yes, honestly, you know that's that that's where he excels at his craft. Whereas the entire movie Kill Bill One and Two were just not. <laughs> so anyway, what's your what's next one, one of your
0: five or your set one of the other fives?
1: Oh, I already guess. did. I already did mine. Now it's your turn.
0: Okay. Uh, what was what was your? Second I did one? Avatar Kill Bill. Oh, you did Kill Bill. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I thought you were just going off of my Tarantino part. Okay.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I jumped in because mine are in no particular order.
0: Oh, uh, that's how we want it. <laughs> okay. Team America World Police. Okay. Oh. I sat in the theater, and I'm like, "This is the stupidest." movie i've ever seen like uh you know anyways and there's a lot of comedy movies i i'm either gonna love it or not you know but all my friends are just dying laughing i'm like this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen and so i was looking up you know INBD's top 100 uh comedies and so i and there's a lot that i actually really like just so i don't sound like an old fuddy-duddy because i don't like a 15-minute sex scene in uh, Team America World Police. <laughs> uh, Super Troopers, old school, Ace Ventura, Hangover, uh, which is probably one of my favorites, Wedding Crashers, Harold and Kumar, Road Trip, Bad Santa, Pineapple Express, Euro Trip, and then Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, which I guess they're coming out with a, a sequel. They're so no, they're
1: rebooting it. Whatever oh, the rebooting that, yeah, it? whatever that means. No, the the trailer just came out and it's gonna be great because Kevin Smith's awesome, even though he does make a lot of bad films too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love Jaden Sound Bob. So so I'm I'm not, you know, I just think Team America World Plates is dumb. So I just that's that's all I got. Uh, that was my number of film.
1: Three. I remember watching that in college. It was great. So my next one, this one's probably gonna get some comments. Because it's a good character, it's a good actor playing the character, but I th- and, it, and it, it's not a bad film. But I thought it was highly overrated for the hype it got, and that was Deadpool. Mm. I, I mean, it, you know, I mean, it, Ryan Reynolds was born for that part. It's a great character. It speaks to the, to today. You know, it's the antihero. It's the breaking the fourth wall antihero. He uh, it was set up well. I mean, it's it's a good film. But it's definitely not a great film. Um And maybe I just... I was expecting too much. I saw it after it was in the theaters. And I think maybe just... I read into the hype so much that I thought it was going to be... Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of hype. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, maybe it was just overhyped for me. But I just... It's... I wasn't that impressed with Deadpool. I
0: wasn't. Well, uh... You know, I, I, I actually really enjoyed Deadpool, but I actually get it. You know, if you, if you hear the hype, then, mm, you know, that can ruin a lot of movies, I think. Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of good scenes there. And, yeah, he, he wanted, he's he been one to make that movie forever, I guess. And he was actually the dead. I don't know how many of the, the Marvel movies you've watched, but he was Deadpool in one of the and Logan. Because,
1: wasn't it Wolverine?
0: It yeah, was the where first he's, Wolverine. Yeah, and it was terrible. Yeah, he yeah, it was really bad. And but like, I'm like, oh, that's Deadpool. Somehow I figured that out. And then I looked up, I, he actually played that guy. And mm-hmm. there's like no, he doesn't make any. You know, I don't, I don't even think he talks. Maybe he does or not. He but. does
1: early on, and then when they augment him to, I think weapon. Uh, I can't remember what. What? Yeah, they they augmented him to where he turned into wolf. The that film's version of wolf of. Uh, Deadpool, they I think yeah. they call him the Deadpool or something. It it just looks like something. His mouth is gone. He's got lines on him. It just doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, that's right. And then there's like one, one blade out of each arm or something like that, right?
1: I think instead so, of swords. God, it's right. It's been so long since I've seen that film. Yeah. Early in the film, I, he's he he's 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 a master at at using swords.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Number my of my top five i'm now done down to number two and this is another one the godfather uh i think some people think that's the greatest thing that's ever been made type of deal i watched it and this is just to be honest i watched it uh, a year or two ago for the first time you know start to finish but i was also putting together some living room chairs that were very frustrating to put together. And, uh, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was entertaining and I thought, you know, maybe I just don't appreciate like some of those films around those, around that time. And I thought, you know what, there are, there are films that I actually really enjoyed around that time. And I thought, Oh, taxi driver. I really like that movie. And I think that's kind of an underrated movie, even though it's like, you know, it's way up there for a lot of people. Uh but yeah, I you know, I kinda Godfather, you know, kind of overrated, so we will be
1: interviewing this week for a new co host of uh bang rangs and daggers. <laughs> oh crap.
0: You're a Philistine, Nate. Uh send in your resume Philistine. Uh, to now, every, uh, Patrick Gerhardt. Everybody at
1: everybody's open to Myspace.com. God, really the the Godfather man?
0: Is you, is this is great. This is like I appreciate. That transcends.
1: That's like Citizen Kane, in, in that it transcends. Like it is so well written. The acting is so well done. Uh, the, the, I, the cinematography alone is beautiful. Uh, it's just uh, <laughs> the the only time it's outdone is when the second one's made. Oh, the second one, time traveling one.
0: God. Yeah, I love the those movies are great. Wait, what? I love time traveling movies like that. Oh, by the way, people who don't know the uh, the Corleone family. They actually are time travelers. They they go back to the uh, 1200s um, around. You know, they go around. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I think you haven't seen the no, second but, one. <laughs> no, I have. No, no, but the, no, no, I have. Uh, they spent time uh, beginning in the Corleone family and what to it tells the
1: story of the Corleone family.
0: I don't know. Oh, I know. That's why I mean by time traveling. I should I, mean, I, I should have been more clear. But uh, No, but I'm glad you said that because obviously <laughs> you disagree. So when I say overrated, um, and I get in this with my Michael Jordan debate, I think Michael Jordan's the most overrated basketball player in the NBA in history. Overrated. To me, that means that he is obviously – doesn't mean he's not very, 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 very good. He could be the best ever, and you know Godfather could be the best ever, you know. But I don't think I think it's not what people think it is. Just like, and I say about Michael Jordan, he seems to get better every year. He hasn't played in a long, long time, but he seems to be getting better every single year. Your
1: favorite movie is yeah. like super bad, isn't it?
0: It is not. <laughs> Absolutely not.
1: Anyway. No, no, everybody's everybody's entitled to their own opinion, just not that one. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay, my my next one in no particular order is and this is, you know, this one's probably going to get a little feedback too. And again, it's not a bad movie, but I think it's overblown. And that is The Big Lebowski. You know, it's it's got some great scenes, it's got some great acting, it's got some great quotable lines, but uh, you know, you know, in the end it's just it's a movie about a slacker and some nihilists. And uh, a lady who lost her pinky toe. <laughs> and I don't And
0: white Russians and, are not, and white Russians are not in no, the Jesus, right? Or the Jesus. Yeah,
1: you right. Wasn't it Jesus?
0: I, 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 it's been a Jesus while since I've seen like
1: it, that. but, you know, no, though, I will admit uh, I bought my first drug because of that film.
0: Because of that film he bought a rug. Yeah. There you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. But as a whole, you know, as time gone has gone on, I'm like, you know what? It's really not that great of a movie. It's good, but it's not great.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm blanking on the name of the movie, but that reminds me like your explanation reminds me of the movie Um Say Hello to my little friend. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh God, I'm uh, brain dead on this one too. Yeah. Do you know, know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh,
0: drug dealer and he's shooting everyone at the end. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, I Scarface was bad movie.
0: Scarface that's yeah. right yeah and that, I, don't I think, think I don't people... think that
1: film got big until like 10, fifteen, 20 years later though either why well, no yeah
0: that's, that's that's a good point. It was not uh, good, yeah
1: I mean, it might have been okay when it first came out, and actually the beginning premise of it of Cuban exiled refugees in Miami um and how they kind of start their lives in America is actually kind of a good start to a storyline, but it just gets absurd after a while.
0: Yeah, but like uh, you're right though. It got, I think, it got popular because it, you know, kind of got popular. You know, yeah. People in all night, of a sudden these honestly. posters start popping up. You know, say hello to my little friend. You know, and then um, I didn't care before about that movie either. But it kind of reminds me of The Big Lebowski because I think people are more, you know, they're more into the idea of the movie than the actual movie itself.
1: Does yeah, that makes sense? Yeah, and Jeff Bridges does a great job, but it's not as—I mean, he does better. He has better performances.
0: Yeah, like in *Hell or High Water*, I love that movie. But. Or the,
1: or I, oh, what's the title? *The Last Great Picture Show*, *The Last Great American uh-huh. Picture*. Show? It's from the '70s. It's a really good film. It's oh, it's been forever since I've seen it. He's a really good actor. He is. He is. So, all right, what's your what's your number?
0: One? My number one, and this might upset a lot of people: *Shawshank Redemption*. I, that's fair there, I could could not care less about this movie I uh, people people have said yeah, every time it's on TV I gotta stop and watch and I understand those type of movies where it's he's like oh yeah I could stop in on this movie no matter where it is in the movie and I could watch to me it Shawshank Redemption is a movie that you like watch once you know maybe twice and it's it gets boring quick yeah, it's you know there's not like action that kind of makes you want to come back, and it's not like funny. It's just, and I think it's a good movie, but like some people think that it's you know one of the best movies of the past you know what twenty years,
1: thirty. I'd probably say.
0: Now. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm terrible with time when it I comes think to that. I
1: think it's early mid '90s when it came mid '90s, '95, '97, something like that. So
0: yeah, so yeah, that's my number one. I just I don't no, that's care a good one. No, I
1: agree with you. I know a lot of people who, like yourself, swear by that movie. And and again, it's a it's a good film, but for the extent of like life changing, like some people make it out to be, I just don't absolutely. See it. Yeah, yeah. And I think you hit it on the head. It's, it's a one time watcher. You know yeah. you walk away. Wow, that was a really good film. And then you move on with your life. You know, it's it's. I mean, it's got some good moments in it. There's one scene that I've always thought was good, and that was when they're up tarring the roof of one of the buildings. Drinking beer? Yeah, well and how, how like they got to the beer and and then how he got to his crimin criminal enterprise within the prison, uh doing the taxes and stuff. Uh yes. mean, it, it that, that scene itself was good when we almost got tossed off, but I mean just one of the ones I liked, but yeah, as a whole I would say it's it's overrated. You're correct on that one. You're you're back on the podcast. Oh,
0: I'm back. Thank you. Very
1: <laughs> like much. I was saying. <laughs> so Yeah, you
0: know, you know, I was thinking of the movie uh as far as like, there are some movies you can just only watch once, and um like movies you really really enjoy, but you can only watch once because you already know what's going to happen. And the special moment find.
1: that it makes is fleeting.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, that's a good, Shutter right. Island. For me, have you seen Shutter Island? I have
1: not. That's a DiCaprio, right?
0: Yeah, so that is a movie for me. That's kind of a, like, a psychological
1: oh. mind. That's kind of a psychological thriller, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and, one, one, and once you know the, the you know the whatever, it then of, it's like okay,
1: yeah, you know, yeah don't it's see like it again that was
0: great, but, but if I watch it again, all this
1: lead up is going to be nothing to me.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, so, absolutely.
1: No, that makes sense. So, what's your last of your top five? Uh, my last one, my last one, another one that's probably going to get some people riled up is Zoolander. I remember when it came out. <laughs> I never cared for it. I went. I I remember going on a date in college, and we went to go see Zoolander, and and she thought it was great, and I'm like, eh. and then you know, as years gone by, I meet more and more people that are like, oh my god, it's hilarious, it's wonderful. Man, I just well, I, I, agree, I, man. I, I I did I did I just didn't care for it. I mean, I see why people like it, but I also see why people.
0: <sighs> the, no, it's dumb. The masses the, the
1: masses are not always correct. No, yeah, it's dumb. Movie. <laughs> you know, I mean it's um but I'm who okay, who's the lead in it? I'm blank on names. It's getting late. Ben Stiller, ben Stiller. And, I'm not a huge, um, I'm not a huge Ben Stiller fan. I've never he, been a big Ben Stiller fan. I think that might have something to do with it.
0: Uh sometimes be, you know co- comedians are better in serious roles and I think uh, uh oh, Walter Mitty I love that. movie. Yes.
1: You know what? That was one of those films. It didn't do very well. Oh, yeah. It started out. I thought the film started out really poorly. Like the first 15, 20 minutes I thought were kind of rough.
0: Yeah. Like I yeah. did
1: not like when I started watching, I did not like it. And then out of the blue, when he starts to try to go, you know, when he does the search for the picture and stuff, he uh I thought the film just blew up.
0: No, that's and he, a, does, yeah, I love he that film. He does a
1: great, great job in that, and that—that's one of those films. Like he, he redeemed himself in my eyes in that film. That was that was a great, great film.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: how about uh, Will Ferrell?
0: and oh jeez,
1: I'm a I'm a, I'm kind of a Will Ferrell fan, so.
0: Oh uh, no! But he kind of did a somewhat serious one where he is a character in a book. There's a narrator. She's actually the writer. Um. Hmm. Anyways, he, he's. Yeah, I'm drawing he, a blank she, too. Yeah, she plans on killing him at some point, and because she's like the the writer, but he somehow can hear her. He doesn't want to die. Uh. Anyways, like. The Lego Movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, people said that's one of his best. Uh, I, know, I you know people can say whatever, but uh, that's one of his better. I guess it's, I don't know.
1: One of his better outings.
0: Yeah, Yeah. better outings. That's a good way to say it.
1: Dude, we actually had a pretty good podcast tonight.
0: That's fun. We're pushing an Uh, hour for once. Are we an hour? We're pushing it. I'm going to find really quick. 2008. Dang it. Yeah, well, I want basketball back though, so. (laughs) We desperately need basketball. I think we just need sports in general. Okay. Did you listen to John's podcast? Oh, by well, we should say we should announce that John oh, yeah. Johnson,
1: John Johnson, the the founding father of Coronation, started his own podcast last week. It should be on the stream if you are on Apple and Spotify. It should pop up on your whatever you use to get your your podcast. It's it's on the Coronation stream and it started last week. It, it's every I don't know when it is every. I think last week it published Monday
0: yeah it's not anything it's, like it's, uh, it's
1: irregular it's not like you know five heart which is guaranteed to be on Friday, and you know us who's ninety five percent of the chant times on tuesday <laughs> uh he's only had one episode but yeah go check it out he's 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 got some he's got an interview I know with somebody coming up he hasn't said who, but uh that's one of those ones that should be it should be it should definitely be getting better as time goes on definitely looking forward to more of John and I think it's the John Johnson show.
0: Yeah, and I said that to him. He's like, oh, it's a stupid name. He, yeah, but,
1: he's like, this is dumb. And it's like, no, dude, it works. Trust me. Dude, your name's John Johnston. Yeah, I... And you know what the... Okay, his name is Johnston with a T. I know two other guys named John Johnson.
0: I uh, You know, we might know this one of them together. I know John Johnson, and I think. Yeah, anyways.
1: Yeah, well... <laughs> So that's it. That's what we got. Anybody out there, if you are reading this on Coronation or listening to it, uh, go onto to our Twitter or the comments section of our Coronation article and give us your top five, in no particular order or in an order, uh, most overrated movies. We'd love to hear from you. And with that, thanks for listening.
0: Thank you.